comes through those doors is compromised our most secure level. No in or out. Only fire on my command. Welcome everyone to the Pantheon, I am Ray, and today we're looking at Ninjak vs. the Valiant Universe, Part 2. We reviewed Part 1 back in October uh, as part of our Valiant Universe uh, reviews. We did Bloodshot with Vin Diesel, and now we're concluding the reviews with the conclusion of the webisode series. Every's not here, obviously, uh, but uh, we, the one thing we agreed on was that um, it really is world building, uh, and the, the way I explained that is when I saw John Wick, I saw Part 2. And then I saw part one and then part three. Like basically, I'll hit the ground running. Because I did not understand the idea initially of the gold coins and that every country and every city you go to have their own assassins and there is a culture and a way they communicate, interact with one another that is a kind of like a civil society. And there are a bunch of rules that they can't break. It's the same kind of concept with this series. You don't know the rules. You're learning as you go along. And because Evie and myself never read the comic books, uh, we read Bloodshot, uh, the, the graphic novels, but to know all the heroes in the Valiant Universe and who they are and what the power sets are and who the villains are, it went through it relatively fast. I mean, you could learn and get along and go with the ride. And now, rewatching this, I'm going to say I enjoyed it much, much better uh, in the second view. Uh, and luckily, I'm kind of glad we did a part two because I get to watch the second half again. And now I, I appreciate it more on, in retrospect because of the fact that uh, I had a time to breathe and process everything you're seeing. Uh, that was one of the things we had with it is the processing of everything because it, it does so, go so fast. And if you're not familiar with uh, any of the properties, or any of the uh, stories. It is, not only say difficult, I mean, you have to ta uh, pay attention to it. You can't like look at it and and, and work on something on the side. You, you're going to have to like actually sit down and uh, enjoy the webisodes. And in that sense, the webisodes are relatively short. Uh, when you combine them all together, I think the show was about maybe an hour, hour and, a, hour and ten minutes long altogether. So it's like six, it's six episodes strung together. So you're looking at 60 minutes or just over 60 minutes. When the Valley Comics went under in the 1990s, uh, it got bought uh, by various companies. One of the first companies that bought it was Acclaim. And because they own the IP, made uh, video games based on the characters. So Shadow Man was one of the characters that was, in my mind, that came to my mind right away. Not playing it, but I think it was on uh, Super NES uh, at the time or something like that. So it was a... Um, yeah, they had GoldenEye, so I think it was maybe the first, I think it was the first generation of PlayStation, I think it was, uh, that they had Shadow Man. And that's a character that's in this movie. Escape to New York comes to mind quite frankly, quite frequently because of what's in his head. Uh, his mission is dictated by the fact that he's being monitored with something in his skull. You know, uh, not that it's going to blow up like Suicide Squad, but like he can't, he can't say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing, and um, somebody's watching him. So that's kind of like the same thing with uh, Snake Plissken's character. The webisode is brought to you by Bat Under the Sun Production. It's a father and son duo who runs the company. It was Valiant Comic Books that came to approach these guys to do an interpretation of their uh, uh, IP and put it to the 
small screen or on, on the web to promote it as an actual series or a treatment for a series. The reason why they went to these guys in particular uh, is that they do a series called uh, Superhero Beatdown. It is a, a fabulous, low budget, but like really cool, uh, deadliest assassins. Or there's a movie on, there's a, there's a series on TNN or Spike where you had the world's deadliest uh, uh, fighters. Uh, matchup matchups where you have like a samurai versus a ninja or a green beret versus a navy seal and you would have the weapons and or uh, skill sets match up and see how they would do they'd have like superheroes like wolverine versus spider-man or wolverine versus batman or uh they'd have like thor versus superman you know and then based on their knowledge in the comic books and their power sets and their skill sets uh, you would see how it, it would work out. I'm getting nostalgic and really excited talking about it. But like, yeah, they had really cool setups. And because they saw that style, because they had like top-notch stuntmen, uh, they have a pretty cool like special effects CGI uh, that, that is sort of cheesy, but you're able to pull off what it is that you want to see. And because they can pull it off with a, within a budget that is marketably reasonable, and uh, that they were able to do like the six-part miniseries, and they got a really cool cast. Um, you know, I mean, J Jason David Frank playing Bloodshot is no small feat. Uh, and you know, I think looking at it now, I think seeing what the character becomes is, in the aftermath of you think of the Vin Diesel movie and how dark he becomes jaded um, is an interesting kind of journey. So I'm kind of looking forward to the Vin Diesel sequel. You see. Uh, if that character becomes a little more disheartened uh, uh, after the events of the Project Spirit. Uh, so just to see how that kind of plays out. So, uh, But overall, uh, I'm going to say this film, sorry, this webisode was pretty decent. I give it a, a 8 out of 10. Looking at it beyond the budgetary restraints of it, it told a decent story. The action and the humor was on point. Uh, the only downside to it was he starts off at the beginning with a very strong uh, British aristocratic accent, and then he loses it completely by the end. Um, Bloodshot comes across like Wolverine, a very husky, deep voice to the actor's voice of Jason David Frank's actual voice. So uh, there's a lot of inconsistencies from beginning to end. I mean, people just gave up on terms of their vocal performances. Uh, but in terms of the level of stunt work in the action and then portraying, um, you know, the level of intensity and commitment, no one really phoned it in. Everyone kind of put some effort into it. Uh, you know, and then, yes, the tongue was buried heavily into the cheek in this one. Uh, and if you can accept that, then I think you could enjoy this pretty, pretty well. And I did. I kind of thought that was fun. I think rewatching it on the second time around, you get to appreciate what you're seeing. And I think that's where it does well for me. And so it's really high. Uh, and because it's free, you can watch it online. So there's no real loss for watching it. There, there are reputable actors who are in this movie, so uh, I thought they gave some substance to what would normally be considered too tongue-in-cheek, but it wasn't. It was fairly, it was handled fairly well, and the surprise twist uh, from as soon as we get to the cliffhanger, which is literally where we start this this next part of the show, where Ninja falls from a cliff, uh, you get a full exposition dump of what's going on and explains. Uh, what you're really watching. So the first half is a certain type of chase sequence. The last half is a, is a really tight conclusion and it shows you that there's something beneath the surface of what you're watching. And, and I think that's a pretty 
decent way of telling a story. Um, it's a middle of the road recommend because I could understand how the effects is, is uh, you know, it has a ceiling and then th that bothers you. Um, then yeah, it, but I think the story is pretty decent and I think uh, it's meant, it's intentionally meant to be like an asylum pictures. If you, if you like Sharknado, if you like Snakes on a Train, this is it. This is your kind of humor, but the action is really good. I mean, it doesn't let up. It's a fun chase and it's quite exciting. And if it's, if you like that, you're going to like this webisode. And it's six episodes. It's about an hour long. It's entirety. You can watch it on YouTube um, and, you know, killing time. So with that, I'm Ray, and I'll see you next week. Whatever comes through those doors has compromised our most secure level. No in or out. Only fire on my command. You ready? Take the shot! You're looking well, Mr. Payne. I can't.